The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come work for. Train in the trees, please, one my sycamore. We are the magicians inside your smart speaker, inside your headphones, inside the however the hell it is that you're listening to us. Thanks so much for joining us. This is the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We appreciate y'all. Joined as always by T. Petty and Adrice Elvo. T. Petty, how was your Labor Day? You know what? I had a really enjoyable uh, Labor Day weekend. I took some days off. So I was off for ooh, four work days, which I can't tell you the last time that happened. Kicked it with my girls, went to the Rose Festival and it was bougie over the weekend. So had a good time. How was yours? It was good. It was good. I just relaxed, chilled out, no big thing. And uh, I saw those pictures of you online living your best life. I was going to ask hey. you to buy me a bottle of rosé. <laughs> got it going on. I was like, damn, that's, I was like go T. Patty, go T. Patty. That's what's up. I mean, like, I had to do a little something, a little step out for a little bit before the Rona shuts us all back down. Exactly. Shit, it's still in your book, White Toenail Poly Season and Sundress Season. We got a little bit of, you know, yes. summer still up in here, even though the clock is meteorological fall or whatever the hell it is. But you yeah. keep doing your It thing was damn today. near 90 degrees today. It's still White Toenail Season out here until October. That's what's up. That's what's <laughs> up. All right. Now, sir, uh, on episode 57, we had many technical difficulties with you, but we didn't prayed over these computers and these internet connections. Uh, Idris Elbow, how you doing, bro? How was your Labor Day? What's up, Nug? What's up, T. Patty? This your boy, Idris Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And I had a good Labor Day weekend. It was actually pretty relaxing. I was supposed to uh, do a lot of work and, and do stuff you know, with the house and move stuff around, but but we didn't, we just chill, so it was all good. But I tell you right now, I'm on fire. And if you want to know why I'm on fire, it's because my AC is broke and I'm hot as I don't know what. <laughs> oh, damn. So I, I'm over here, I got a fan and a bowl of ice. So the fan is blowing over the bowl of ice. So if y'all hear some humming in the background, it ain't my mic, it's the fan. Okay, okay. One day right. we gonna get all these pieces and parts working together. That's the air right. and the internet, but the internet sounds good though, bro. That's yeah, I know. That's, that's why I can't, I can't, I can't have everything working at the same time. T Pay ham, no burger, so so, peanut yep, butter, exactly. no jelly, Kool Aid, <laughs> no sugar. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so y'all wanted this internet, so I ain't got no AC. So I'm doing it, doing it for y'all. Man, we appreciate your sacrifice. I was just about to say the same thing. Appreciate your <laughs> sacrifice, bro. All right, let's do a little bit of housekeeping items before we get into the main sort of crux as to what we got for today's show. So we talked about episode 57. Um, that is, I believe, the Can You Hear Me Now? Are You There, Bro? What episode? All question marks. At the end of that podcast, we had some technical difficulties with uh, Adrice Elbow, but we, we, we stuck it out. We produced that podcast episode, and we're good to go with that. So you want to definitely catch up on that. Then episode 58, Danny Banks, the life changer coach came on, 
drop game and share some knowledge on how to get back onto the road with your goals or to take the next step with your goals. We got a lot of positive feedback about that. So that's episode 58. And you definitely want to go check up on that. Now, y'all know what I'm about to drop right now, right? A lot of people have been asking us about this, T. Petty. A lot of people have been asking us about this, Dries Elbow, the digital gumbo podcast feedback line, right? Mm -hmm. Digital gumbo feedback line. All right. Okay. So, right, people, they want to interact with the show. Sometimes people just want to leave a voicemail message. They necessarily don't have enough time to text us or send an email or something like that. Boom. We got you covered. We about to drop gay. The Digital Gumbo Podcast Listener Feedback Hotline is open 24 hours a day. Here's the number. 234-804-8626. gumbo And gumbo spells out alphanumerically. 48626. So again, 234-80-48626. So um, Drees, I know you didn't already hit us up with a couple of uh, test messages on there. Um, you think that I can't detect your voice, that, sir? That, that wasn't me. That was my fans. They, I can't help that people leaving that <laughs> message talking about they love Aegis. <laughs> Okay, okay. And <laughs> just my fans. That that voice sounded eerily familiar, but we're we gonna say that it's, it's your fans. We'll we'll see if we get any similar messages. Um, T Patty, what you think people gonna say as far as new episodes, ideas, feedback? What do you think we're gonna hear from people? Hell if I know. Our audience is a little eclectic. We got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So who knows what we might hear? But I'm looking forward to hearing from y'all. Tell you us what you think. Different. Nook and, and T. Petty, I, I want to hear like from our audience their take on the stories that we have because I, I know we have mm-hmm. some thoughts on it. I, I know our like listeners got their own thoughts on it. I yeah. would love to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, keep it interesting, keep it brief, keep it exciting. And if you you just might make it to, to a future episode, but it is on. Let me, you know, I said, um, I said the phone number a little bit like uh, not urban, right? Like we would say that our target demographic audience is urban. That's just another word for black. So let me go ahead and say this phone number the way I want to say it. 234-804-8626. 234-804-8626. That's 234-80-GUMBO. The Digital Gumbo Podcast Listener feedback hotline call and us that, let us know what you think and that's easy to remember right two three four eight oh gum that's right two three four eight oh gumbo so yeah we're looking forward to uh getting some feedback here from folks uh, seeing what they have to say and taking things from there so um let's get into uh our subject matter i mean man everybody's talking about this and when um, the story started to pop through on this T. Petty and Drees, I couldn't believe that it had been 20 years. It's uh, been almost 20 years since uh, 9-11 when the World Trade Center was attacked. Attacks are also uh, in Pennsylvania and the Pentagon here in Washington, D.C. 20 years and uh, people are, are you know, uh, remembering where they were and, and what they were doing and, and what uh, they were doing when they found out about these attacks. T. Petty. Where were you September 11, 2001, and what do you remember from that day? 
Um, so I remember exactly where I was. I was at work. Um, this was when I was still in engineering. So I was at work and I was actually working in the lab. And somebody came down and said a, a plane crashed into the World Trade Center. So I was like, huh. You know, I really wasn't thinking much of it because it happened before, like smaller planes have done that. And then somebody said, um, like it was like a major plane. And so we went and looked at the TV and we're watching the TV when the second plane flew into the towers. And that's when I was like, what the fuck? So um, uh, I have had and have friends in New York. So everybody and their mama was trying to do the same thing I was, which was trying to reach them. And I had a, a guy that I was dating at the time who worked um, in one of the towers. So I remember trying to reach him and not being able to, like none of the phones could go through. Um, and that whole day was just surreal. Cause remember it happened at like nine something in the morning. So the planes crashing, that was like one big shock. And then when the tower started collapsing, like it was just done at that point. I remember everybody not really working the rest of that day people uh trying to reach friends family loved ones in the area um picking up the kid from school and just like listening to the news and watching the news nonstop for the next I couldn't even tell you how long still one of the most surreal moments um that I've ever experienced in my life it's really a defining moment yeah yeah, in a lot of ways. Absolutely. They uh, called it uh, one of the days or the day that changed uh, America, September 11, 2001. You're absolutely right. Uh, I'll share my, my thoughts and uh, where I was uh, in a couple minutes after we hear from Drees. Drees, man, where was you, man, September 11, 2001? All right. So, I, like September 11 for me, uh, it was at a an important time in my life because it was a few days before I was going to get married, right? Like I got married a few days after like September 11th. And so I was at uh, my wife's parents' house and we was just watching the news in the morning. And then just like, you know, T. Petty said, like, you know, the sportscasters came on and they started showing footage over and over again and talking about it. But even the newscasters didn't have a sense of what was unfolding, like the horror of it. And when that second plane Oh Lord. Oh we, we spoke might've... too soon up. We might have lost your, your audio a little bit, bro. Last thing word you say is that uh about the second plane. He'll be back in a minute. Okay. We'll uh we'll have uh Idris come back in in, in just a second. Um, like T. Petty, I was, uh, I was actually on my way to work. I was, uh, at the time running a trio of, um, cable access TV channels. And, um, what I would listen to is Howard Stern in the morning. So, you know, he had bits and, you know, comedy that was on there, but then they got real serious and they were talking about a plane just hit the world trade center. So like you T. Petty, I thought it was a small plane. It had been some planes that had hit down in Florida on some uh, buildings and 
you know, you think it's like a little twin prop or a little, you know, stump plane or something like that. Then they said it was a major plane. Then I got to the center, turned on the Today Show. And as they were talking about the first plane that hit the center, uh, the World Trade Center tower, they showed the second one. I was like, whoa. And um, they didn't have enough time to roll back on the first one. And as they were talking about the the um, first strike, the second plane hit. I was just like, wow. So um, they went ahead and just uh, called off the rest of the day, went home and, and watched the uh, towers uh, burn and, and uh, fall to the ground and was uh, absolutely just uh, just shocked and amazed. It's just like, you know, who would do this? You know, was it, you know, drugs involved or what type of takeover of a plane or hijacking would happen and, and all that news that came from there. But, you know, it's like one of those moments like uh, the Iran hostage crisis or the space uh space uh, shuttle challenger blowing up those types of things you know exactly where you were when that happened on that day in fact it was um it was uh primary election day in new york it was a tuesday tuesday morning clear and um i remember i was going to uh, vote later that day but uh the election got postponed because of uh, the attacks on the world trade center and just uh absolutely just positively a crazy day like you said People checking in on their loved ones and calling New York City. Phone lines were jammed. and We didn't even have the cell phone technology, you know, all the towers that we had at this time. So a lot of those uh, lines rang busy. But uh, we later found out that, you know, as many as 3,000 people had uh, been killed and 6,000 injured. And uh, just a, a crazy day. And again, another day that uh, defined uh, life here in America. T. Betty, what's your... Your other thoughts as you went through the day and, you know, they continue to have the news coverage and those types of things as far as 9-11 is concerned. Um, like the news report started rolling in about like who was responsible and all that kind of stuff. And I really didn't focus on that in the, in the initial days. I was really just shocked. I was really shocked. Um, I remember one of the things that stood out to me is watching the news when the then president W um, got like somebody came and whispered in his ear. Cause remember he was like reading a story to some school kids yes. in, in elementary school. And I remember the look on his face and I was like, if the president is looking shook if like that, as dumb as he was, then we are fucked. Uh yeah, yeah. Like it was a, that was a really, a a crazy, crazy time. Um, I remember everybody like uniting after that, like the feeling of America being united right after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then of course that was weaponized and turned into some bullshit, and we all know what happened next. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was just a whew. That was a that was a crazy time. And finally, like getting in touch with people the day or two afterward and hearing uh, the anger, the the fear. And there was so much that was unknown, like they didn't end up recovering people for like weeks and months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And. Like there was footage from that day that I remember that they don't show anymore. Like the people jumping from the higher windows of the towers and stuff. Like I right. will never forget 
seeing that footage and hearing the sound that it made when people um, landed either on a lower roof or on on the street, like that kind of footage doesn't come up anymore in like the nine. 9-11 memorial stuff which i don't watch anymore either that yeah. shit is bad for my mental um and i don't need to be taken back to that time because i remember it vividly yeah yeah i think uh that footage uh is ingrained uh in my head also you know when they were uh having i think rudy giuliani was the mayor at the time telling people to you know get out of manhattan and you know really wasn't no street transportation no buses or anything like that and people just had to walk and uh, get out of the area mm-hmm. of the Trade Center uh, with that. And the people just uh, coming through covered in just white ash, looking, you know, like white, like ash and like ghosts, just, <clears throat> excuse me, um, white ash all over their bodies and just, you know, um, what they call shell shock now, or what they used to call shell shock, now post-traumatic stress disorder, to be in the midst of that and just to be shocked. I mean, you go into work or, you know, you go on whatever to go run your errands and, you know, these uh, attacks happened in those buildings, you know, fell to the ground and uh, people died and people just shot. So um, very, very sad. I also read a um, article in the New York Times that believe it or not, 20 years later, they're still working to identify, you know, body parts and, and people that uh, have, you know, gone missing and again, presumed dead in the 9-11 attacks, just absolutely positively horrifying. So, um, you know, 20 years later, still with us, um, even to the point that uh, the so-called mastermind of 9-11 still in Guantanamo Bay and these folks are haven't been tried as of yet. So, you know, the war, quote unquote, in Afghanistan is is over. And, um, you know, um, you know, many of the, the co-conspirators are, are dead at this point yet. And still, we, you know, we just ended the war and, you know, these folks in Guantanamo Bay still have not been tried. So it's it is a multi-layered thing, even 20 years later. And, uh, you know, definitely our, our hearts and, and, and thoughts go out to, to those that even, you know, had family members or any family that's been touched, you know, by 9-11. Again, 3,000 dead, 6,000 injured. And, uh, you know, something that'll never, ever be forgotten in terms of uh, American history. Dries, are you there, man? Did we get you back, bro? Yeah, I'm here. So hopefully okay. um, you guys can hear me. I was just... Um, just sitting here listening to to both you and and T Patty and it just it was just taking me back um to that day and I started to share earlier that you know that was a very special time in my life because it was a few days before I, I got married um and I was at my in-laws home my wife's um parents home and just to see everything unfold there um which was just hard and shocking and um, the, the one thing I, I do remember, and I'm, and I'm thinking about all the, the trauma that is associated with that. And I remember uh, my wife asking me like, are we gonna move forward with the wedding? Cause we had folks who were gonna be flying from out of town and we just didn't know everything was shut down. And I, I said, yes, like we're gonna, we're gonna move forward. Like we, we have to move forward, you know, like life, some, like finds a way to kind of move forward and we got we got to move forward and we we just prayed about it and we and we moved forward but um it it was it's a day i think you know everybody kind of remembers where you were and not that time in your life yeah you definitely like don't forget um 
you just don't forget like the the nonstop coverage. It was just that was a crazy, crazy time. And remembering them like grounding all the planes and people not um just you just weren't sure. Like when it became obvious what was going on that they were, you know, hijacking planes and um targeting. And of course, we can't forget um, the flight that crashed in Pennsylvania, the flight that, of course, crashed um, at the Pentagon, like when it became obvious that they were using the planes as weapons, people like the the panic that that really people had um, that were still on still in in the air and families were trying to like locate their people. And it was just a a weird and crazy time. And of course, the effects of that day are still with us. And um, of course, our foreign policy as a country, but even how we travel on airlines, like we still um, can't do the things that we used to. Like, remember when we used to be able to walk people to the gate or meet yeah. people at the gate? Uh, Man, like forget you could, that T Betty carry carry like two ounces of liquid on a plane. Oh, you, you can carry you whatever you wanted to on yeah. a plane. Yeah. Uh shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have to strip half naked to try to get onto uh get through security. Like security was uh, lax to say the least. Like yeah. you went through the metal detectors and that was basically it. There wasn't no TSA. There was no TSA and there all were also none of these bullshit baggage charges that we have that we take for granted that we have to pay now. Remember it was supposed it was built like as a temporary measure and here yeah. we are 20 years later getting gouged. Yeah. Even that $5 what is it per ticket or per leg of a segment a $5 and 50 cent or $5 and 60 cent 911 fee isn't mm-hmm. that uh, a fee that they have on a, a ticket as well? Yeah. It's some kind of Whack ass fee. Security fee. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't exist uh, before 9-11. So you're right, T. Petty. Just practical everyday stuff. You know, it's like nobody had those three ounce bags and, you know, traveling with Ziplocs. And then they came out with the special stuff and the whole nine yards to put your little three ounce bags in. And, you know, you know, I believe like, w- one of the things that like it hit me with 9-11 too, when it happened, right? Like everybody was in shock, but I think it was a couple years later, right? I was at an elementary school and I was at the school and um, you know how they put all the student art on the wall. And I guess it must've been around this time. And I walked into the school and then you would see drawings of the towers like on fire with smoke coming out of them, right? And I, I remember seeing that and it just it just like hit me. I was like, oh my God, like, and just like having the young kids like processing that who like today or like adults, you like, you probably fighting in Afghanistan, right? Or like, you know, part of that. So it's just like how it affected different generations too. Right. We were probably in our our kind of, you know, mid to late 20s. Uh, but you had elementary kids who were experiencing it, too. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, T. Patty and Dries, I was thinking about is, you know, like this is an even numbered year. I don't know if the anniversary 
or just to say 20 years later after 9-11, an anniversary is something that's celebratory, but 20 years after 9-11, you know, uh, when it's not a even, you know, like a zero or five, and then, in, you know, uh, years past an event, a lot of people forget about it. Like you were saying, T. Petty, you know, right after the aftermath of 9-11, we all came together. It wasn't Black America or White America or whatever. We was just America. And then, you know, folks uh, began to forget five years, 10 years, 15 years after. And there'll be some specials that'll be on 20 years later. But, you know, in terms of uh, adults, sometimes we uh, tend to forget. And uh, even uh, some of the, the younger folks now who may be in college age or whatever that grew up in the 9-11 age, we tend to forget uh, that this happens. Um, it, it's, it's just very interesting, the human condition, how we sort of forget uh, these important dates and, and, and events uh, like 9-11 in some circles in America. Yeah, um, you just like, like the memorials and stuff were hot and heavy for the first few years and now um, they still air them but you have to like go and seek them out. They're not like in your face like they used to be. And um, of course, a, another sort of somber mar marking of this is the withdrawal from Af Afghanistan of the last of the US troops. That war started 20 damn years ago. And uh, the tens of thousands of lives that were lost, families that were fucked up, people that will never be the same coming back from over there, as well as the damage that has been done to that country with what to show for it. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, we all know that war was some bullshit and that all the sacrifices and things that were made to do what? Like we literally gain nothing. Yeah. Except yeah. the uh, defense contractors got rich and pieces of shit like Eric Prince. Yeah, yeah. And so many corporations like that. We talked about this uh, on a previous episode. I went and just watched a um, documentary to Petty about uh, the war in Afghanistan. They just summed it up. 2.4 trillion with a T. $2.4 trillion. And 20 years later, we arrived back at, um, you know, square one as far as, you know, folks um, over there uh, in Afghanistan are concerned. So actually like trillions was spent. And uh, that's some money that, uh, again, that could have did a lot of damn good over here uh, stateside. But, you know, we have to be the world's police. And like you say, these defense contractors benefited mightily uh, from these contracts. $2.4 trillion, the war mm -hmm. in Afghanistan. And and not much to show for it either. Not much to show at all. And uh, exactly. And we're only the world's police when being somewhere we don't have no goddamn business benefits us. We're not the world's police anywhere where we can't exploit or extract or gain some type of wealth or position from. Like well, that's too, part too of that petty. whole American myth. See, Patty, and the, the other thing, too, and a lot of, you know, the, the, especially the new documentary is kind of coming out is talking about it. It does. It puts it in a context of this idea of the war on terror. Huh. So if you think about like 9-11, right, like it was the beginning of, you know, the the war on terror. Right. And um, and if you look at a lot of our um, 
foreign policies, right? How it's shaped by that, like you said, 9-11 and how we looked at the world and how the U.S. sought to reshape the world um, in whatever way it felt like it needed to, to, to make sure it was safe and its citizens were safe. But like those are long-term repercussions. So it's not just 20 years of war, but it's 20 years of this ideology of, of how we looked at the world too. And, and to a certain extent still kind of do. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, world is uh, quite a different place. Even just 20 years ago, bro, 2001, 2021, world is quite the different place. Now, listen, we love to joke and, and have fun the whole nine yards, but we just want to be perfectly honest with you. All of our podcasts can be uh, knee slappers uh, and, and funny stuff. You know, we do uh, have serious things that we talk about as far as news is current and current events are concerned. And we'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on this. So, Remember to hit us up on the Digital Gumbo Podcast uh, feedback hotline, 234-804-8626, 234-804-8626, 234-80-GUMBO. T-Patty, Drees, before we get out of here, y'all got any final words? I do. I'm going to Drees go first. Yeah, I'm going to go first, T-Patty, because mine is is a little bit trifling. (laughs) Like, I'll let you close that. But no, but you know, I was thinking about this. And I was thinking, like, where was where was like the internet or social media during 9-11? Like it was 20 years ago. So um it was it was 2001, right? 2001. Mm-hmm. And I guess social media hadn't caught on because the first smartphone didn't come around to 2008. And so I think how we saw 9-11, right? It wasn't it wasn't shaped by like social media or the internet and the way now that events are. Cause I, I remember 9-11 when people were talking about conspiracy with 9-11, right? Like some people say it wasn't the planes, it was a missile that shot down the towers. You know, you, you, you could hear these things, but they weren't given credence. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like no Twitter, uh, wasn't Facebook wasn't popping. Um, it wasn't no yeah. Instagram or anything like that. So people were still using. There were message boards. Message boards, yeah. When, uh, when people, it wasn't social media, friends. No, no. People were still using television and radio as their main uh, sources of uh, news information. So, yeah, you you spot on with yeah. that, uh, Dries. Yeah. Uh, imagine if it would have uh, happened today. Um, oh, God. The social media age would be an absolutely positively damn mess. Be crazy. T. Petty, what's your final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, one thing that comes to mind, of course, is American bullshit, because that's what I always talk about. So just like we saw with the Rona, right after 9-11, after the first few days of we're all in this together, the Islamophobia was out of this fucking world. Mm-hmm. I will, will not forget that. And people... Um, doing fucked up things per use in America, um, displaying their their bigotry and their prejudice, again, per use. Um, and how that just played into everything that sort of happened next. Like, remember when they got mad at the French 
And they oh wanted everybody God, to start calling rice. stuff freedom fries. Freedom fries. American exceptionalism is some bullshit. Um, but I mean, we still see that at play today mm-hmm. with the things that happen. So like you said, long reaching uh, repercussions because America is always minding somebody else's business. And that's going to be continue to be an issue in the coming generations. I don't know, like the damage that has been done could ever be repaired. Yeah, yeah. Now you spot on with that, T. Petty. What that makes me think of now is, you know, uh, all the Afghan and other refugees that are going to come over now that this war is uh, ended. Yep. And, um, you know, communities and pockets. Now, there's tons of communities and pockets I haven't seen in news reports across America where those folks will be welcome and they'll go ahead and, and get them started on their way of life. And these folks are coming over here with families and degrees and, you know, work experience that can, you know, help the American fiber. Those folks want to be here and they want to contribute to society because what they came from is absolutely positively held. But then you're always going to have a couple of morons in the crowd that these people are, quote unquote, taking their jobs. More than Most a couple. Of those people don't even have jobs or care to work. And these people are out here hardworking, just trying to make a way for themselves and their family. So, um, you know, we'll continue to monitor that. And we we pray for mercy for those folks who are coming over here and, you know, just trying to reestablish their life and get those things together. Now, God bless them. Absolutely. Now, the other thing I remember from right after 9-11 that used to uh, mess me up, remember they had the, the terror threat level? It was like different colors and shit. Orange, like red, yellow. Orange, it used yellow, to change every day. And the every I mean, day. it was more damn Lucky Charms marshmallows than it was. Ter- it's like, what's the level today? It's like, can I drink water outside the airport? Do I got to take my shoes off? What right. about my belt? All that. But yeah, it was like red. And then like the nightly news, like the terror threat is red. Terror level is blue. And then they yep. make the announcements over the damn uh, loudspeaker at the airport. Today's terror threat level is black. Like, what the hell is black? Like, damn, yeah. are we even supposed you- to be here? Nook, that remind me too that um we lost a lot of freedoms during that time too with the Patriot Act. I'm talking yeah. about like oh, of, of don't like get me started spying, on that shit. Spying on like U.S. citizens violating yeah. their rights, and yeah. it, and so it's a lot of stuff like we probably ain't even realized all of it yet, right? Yeah. Like 20 years later, we're gonna we we're probably gonna be looking back. And, a few, and probably now in a few years, like, what? Yeah. Oh, Don't my forget. God. That was horrible. What came out of the Patriot Act is the Department of Homeland Security. Yep. Yeah, sure. That did not exi- that that didn't exist before that. 9-11. And yep. now people yeah. take it for granted. Like, we have to have it. No, the hell we don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other thing is with the Patriot Act, remember, like, you could buy a car straight cash if you wanted to. Straight I cash. you knew a lot of people yep. like that. But, you know, say you bought, like, a used car and it was like, the total was ten thousand. You could buy a car ten thousand. No, you can't do that no more. You can put you down about ninety nine hundred dollars. The yeah, minute you put down that ten thousand, you got to fill flag, out a form. Yeah, they want to yep. know where it came from. The whole nine yards. You could open you a bank account with ten thousand dollars. You know to open you up a line of credit. Mm-mm. Now you got you got to fill out a whole lot of ass paperwork now. Yep. So it's uh they they watching you and and God knows what they had on who and everybody. As far as these data dumps is concerned, um, you know, terrorists and, and, and you know, just regular run of the mill criminals as well. So you're right, uh, T. Petty, you're right, yep. uh, Dries. A lot of things came out of the Patriot Act that still, 
you know, impacting us here, life in America today. So again, um, 20th uh, year after uh, 9-11, 2021, and um, you know, we just uh, praying for peace. And, um, you know, uh, if your heart was touched, your family was touched, um, our heart goes out to you and we pray for you as well. And again, before we wrap it up and get out of here, Digital Gumbo Podcast, listener feedback hotline. Let us know what you think about this episode or any episode, 234-804-8626, That is the Digital Gumbo Podcast listener feedback hotline. Y'all good? I mean, I'm all right. I know it's a somber one. It's a somber one. As best as we can be, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, we're going to get out of here right now. We're going to take it over to episode 60. It's a special digital gumbo podcast after party, the T Petty Takeover. You don't want to miss it. So so stop this right now. You're listening to us on your smart speaker or whatever. Boom. So as this one get done, kick it over to episode 60, Digital Gumbo Podcast After Party number 17, the T Petty Takeover. We see y'all in a few minutes. We out. One love, y'all. Bye, y'all.